tuned in with your boy Biko the illest on middays and on the other line I got my home girl Nikki hey hey, hey Biko how you doing man I'm I have, it's, it's been a while since we seen each other like you said 2017 I gotta I gotta ask you before we get into to the music and things of that nature uh what made you want to make that transition to Arizona well Originally, it wasn't my choice, exactly. <laughs> um, my dad's job um, phased out in Illinois, so everyone had to post their jobs in other places, and we ended up getting um, Phoenix. So um, I moved out there with them, and at first, I, I mean, my whole life is in Chicago. I spent um, the first 22 years of my life there, you know, so it was kind of like my life was, like, crumbling outside of my control. So, you know, originally I was like, I was not having it. I was so against moving to Arizona. Um, and the good thing about it is being close to LA. So um, I was able to, you know, start, you know, traveling out there more and all that stuff. So that was the, um, the I guess the move, what made the move happen was my dad's job. So would you be close to LA What's the difference, the difference between atmosphere as far as like, you know, Arizona and Chicago? The thing about Arizona is I've met a lot. I've met a lot more people from not from Arizona than people who are from Arizona. So it's like a bunch of a bunch of different cultures, but also still a culture shop at the same time. Um, so, yeah, that's the one of the biggest differences also. You know, as a musician, being in Arizona, mostly it was harder to find other artists to work with and things like that. Now, um, it's nice. Um, I don't know if um, I consider it home, but I live here. <laughs> Overall, like in movement, it's very different. You know, what? what's your recording process like out there now with, with it not being such a, a, you know, a saturated industry? And, you know, so yeah. how, how's the recording process? It's varied so much the last um, last year and a half because I've been doing sessions with others out in LA and then I've been you know writing at home and writing on FaceTime. It's like it's varied so much. Um, for the most part, my writing process alone has pretty much remained the same where I kind of free write and then um, I play the keyboard and then when I hear a chord that I like, I, you know, go through my little notebook and pick a word or a line and, you know, to see what I can come up with just from that little line. And then, you know, now I kind of just uh, do it more alone here. And then I go in the studio and record it. So what are some interesting things you've come across in LA that helps you with your, your music career? Um, well, I met some great people in LA. There was a lot of genuineness, um, which is rare to find in any place, but especially LA. Um, the really good thing is um, the fast pace. Um, so that kind of gave me a taste of what it was like to do like sessions every day, sometimes two sessions a day, um, and all of those things. And then meeting all of these new people um, and going to all these new places and things like that. That was the most, interesting thing i got to talk about the music too because you released three singles in 2019 yeah and one of those singles landed on vocalo uh which is together As I run to find my muse, 
What's like the biggest thing you've been taking away from releasing the singles? Because there's no project or EP yet. Well, EP is finished. We're just uh, figuring out the right date to release it and everything. Um, but releasing singles, um, it's it's so interesting because I've been holding on to the songs for a long time. So yeah, just getting the singles out. And actually, it was interesting because we weren't going to release together originally. Uh, the reason was Move was doing really, really well, and um, we were hesitant to uh, put together out, but I have um, a sync licensing uh, deal with my songs, so what ended up happening was um, my mom got an email from the music ops at uh, Apple Music, and he they were like, uh, so Together was on Claws on DNT, um, but the song's nowhere to be found, so that was that's what made us release it. Um, and then it kind of took on, you know, a life of its own. So for artists that don't know what sync licensing is, can you pos can you break that down? Oh, yes. So what sync licensing is, it's um, basically how you get your songs on television shows, commercials, movie trailers, movies, advertisements, things like that. So it's great for an independent artist because um, you get exposure. Mm -hmm. as an artist and you do um, get paid for your work. Do you feel that helped boost your career in another lane? Yes, definitely. And the biggest thing was time for me. Um, why well, I got the sync licensing deal back in um, maybe June or May of 2018. I didn't get my first placement until January of that next year. And then, um, once it got on Netflix, it kind of just, um, originally All Americans on the CW, and then it got on Netflix. Like, I had, like, people from back home hit me up, like, yo, you're on Netflix. <laughs> and so it's it, it's very cool to see, like, how things, you know, just grow. And then with quarantine happening, you know, a lot of people were are finding shows to binge watch, and then it kind of went up again. <laughs> so it definitely helped in exposure, for sure. Now, I got to get into the pandemic um, yeah. because I didn't even speak on it. Look, you're in a whole nother city. I'm just used to being here, but you guys <laughs> are, everybody's affected. Like, how has this pandemic in Arizona been so far with, you know, with the outbreak? Well, a pandemic where you have to wear your face mask in 103 degree weather, that's no fun. It's like you stepped into an oven. It's so hot here. But um, things have reopened here in Arizona. Um the pandemic, it's, it's basically been kind of the same for everyone else, but with hot weather, um, you know, running out of toilet paper, running out of paper towels. Um, I'm so very grateful because it could be a lot worse. A lot worse. You're right about that. Now, you were talking about, you were, were you said the EP is finished. Yes. So what can we expect on this EP? How many tracks? What type of mood? Is this EP going to bring us? What's up? Well, the EP is called The Twelfth House. Um, and if you are, well, if, for anyone who's familiar with astrology, um, there's 12 houses in astrology. And my Libra, Stellium, is, well, is very prominent there, which is 
the house of self undoing, um, unlearning things, healing, hidden enemies. Um, so that's kind of the theme of the entire project is, you know, things that have happened in my life that have caused a lot of reflection on previous, you know, encounters in my life. And I had to unlearn and heal from a lot of things. So the album or the EP itself is about, you know, a healing journey. You you know, you say you had to uh, heal. It was a lot of healing behind this, this uh, project. What did you have to heal from? Ooh. Well, I had to heal for one from an abusive relationship. Um, and I had to heal from a lot of things in my past. I think that situation triggered a lot of like reflection on, you know, things from my past and, you know, patterns that I have that weren't very kind to myself. Um, so it was basically about, yeah, reflecting and healing from everything, kind of like hugging my inner child, <laughs> um, you know, all of those things. And then also kind of like dealing with the healing process from, you know, that. You're not the only one that, that's been abused before. Uh, what's some healing words you could share with those in need on how they can get out of a, an abusive relationship? Um, what's helped me, because they, it is very, very hard to get out of, especially when you feel like there's a person out there making it seem like you're the wrong one, that you're the toxic one, that you're, you know, the one that did everything wrong. So um, some healing words is um, it's definitely very, very difficult, but it's okay to be happy again. It's okay to, you know, love yourself again. And of course, like it's no um, straight trajectory up you know, from these types of situations, it's, you know, one step forward, you know, maybe another step back, five steps forward, you might cry on that fifth step, you know, but you get back up and you keep going. Um, you got Sting, Ray, Move, Together. Can we, re <laughs> can we expect any uh, more single releases before the EP release? Yes. Um, the next single is called Gotta Go To Sleep. And I wrote it when I was in LA. Um, it's interesting, like, because I was really sleepy. <laughs> That's why I was like, I was so go. tired. <laughs> I was so tired. And, like, I guess the idea of uh, revolving around being really, really tired, being sleepy, you know, eyes getting heavy, things like that. It, the song kind of, like, wrote itself. You sleep wrote it. Yeah, I sleep wrote <laughs> it. Matter of fact, is there a date on the EP yet or is it still in the works? I'm hoping to get the EP to you by the fall. That's the goal. <laughs> well, uh, I'm excited for you. I'm happy you took out time to take this call with me. Again, let people know where they can find you one, one last time. Yes, you can find me on Instagram at It's Nikki Hayes. So I-T-S-N-I-K-K-I-H-A-Y-E-S. You can find me on Twitter at Nikki Hayes One. And if you just Facebook search, you can find my name at it um, at Nikki Hayes. <laughs> Thank you, Nikki. Thank you, Biko. It's so good to see you. Same, same. It's, it's been a while. It's been a while. Mm -hmm. Give them babies a big old hug for me. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Do you really want to
start some shit Nah, always do something No questions asking yeah. 